0: You're listening to the After the Show movie podcast from aschoolie.com. You can find this podcast on the iTunes Music Store, Google Play, YouTube, voice assistants, just say listen to After the Show movie podcast. And you can also find us on aschoolie.com where we post written reviews. With that out of the way, here are your hosts, Ace Scully and Sid Talk. Happy birthday, Sid Talk!
1: <laughs> oh, you had to bring it up, didn't
0: and you? Happy birthday!
1: <laughs> okay, go ahead and tell them.
0: No, you tell them. I think I think it's the, best, the least you can do.
1: <laughs> well, twenty out of twenty-one times. I have this doesn't make it, remembered the it. day the day of your birthday. And I always know when it is your birthday.
0: This doesn't make it back. This
1: time I got up, I went to the store, I came back, and then you said something like, Today for my birthday, I want to go for a ride. And I was I looked at you like <gasps> and I was like, today? Today. Well, it's not today, it was the other day. And I was like, oh my god, I just didn't know what day it was. I truly and honestly do
0: Now, I will give you a pass because um, you generally don't even remember the movie we watched one week before.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but that's not quite as important as your (laughs) husband's birthday.
0: So if you ever want a reliable, uh, somebody to remember something for you reliably... Don't ask it.
1: I mean, it depends on the thing, but yeah. Well,
0: that that thing's pretty important.
1: It is. <laughs> it's just that some things stick better than others. So I've apologized. We went for a long-ass bike ride.
0: We did. Explain the bike ride, because it was really cool.
1: Well, where we live, it's been flooded all summer. Most of the summer, the, the Katy Trail, K-A-T-Y, or the M-K-T Trail goes across Missouri. We can just drive right outside of our town and get on the trail and drive. go, we, you know, It's 266 miles altogether, so we could go 130 miles one way or 130 miles the other way. But because of flooding, it is not in good shape and was actually closed up until just this past week. So we drove almost an hour to another town that's also on the trail, got on the trail there, and went another um, 10
0: miles. Well, 20 miles altogether on the bikes.
1: It was good, it was the perfect temperature,
0: it wasn't too We saw dreamy. a part of the trail we've never seen before. Yeah,
1: that's the fun part, even though a lot of it does look alike,
0: because it's nature. This part really doesn't, though, it was different with the cliffs. Yeah. Also, when we got to the place we were going, which was called Roachport, it's famous for having like a tunnel through <laughs> a cliff.
1: Well, yeah.
0: And we, were, we got there and I was like, I've always wanted to ride my bike through the tunnel inside <laughs> the cliff. But we got to the tunnel in the cliff. We could see it. It was like what, like fifty yards? Yeah, fifty yards away. But there was a big fence with locks on it saying closed. (laughs) So we never got to ride through it.
1: To be fair, Roachport had to have all kind. We the telltale signs were there. The entire track was lined with big piles of sandbags, and people's homes were right there. So the fact that their homes were or could have been flooded is a little bit more of a big deal than us not getting to go through their tunnel.
0: True. But it was yeah. fun.
1: And so your birthday ended up being?
0: Riding a bike.
1: Acceptable? Fun? Yeah. But okay. well, I'm not
0: going to let you live that one <laughs> <laughs> I, could at least... I mean, I
1: think it's funny. Your 50th, in fact.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like a big milestone. But then, to be
1: fair, we never make a big deal. I mean, presents
0: and stuff. We generally remember it, though, right?
1: Remembering it, but we don't do a thing. We've never ever done a thing. We barely do anything for our anniversary, so it's not like you know. Last year, I threw you a big party at a hall downtown with a band and shit. I would. uh, Last year, we probably. I would want to
0: kill myself if you had
1: subway and watched a movie.
0: (laughs) I don't want a band or, or any ever. Exactly. (laughs) All right. So this is after the show. It is Saturday, July the 13th. This is after the show 590. We look at a movie every week. We're a movie review podcast. The movie we're looking at this week is High Life. It's a 2019 movie. It's out on Blu-ray now from Lionsgate and A24. It's rated R and it is that red hard R, right, Hayes? I not even
1: didn't even know that existed. Yeah, so.
0: it's, uh, it's 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 pretty. It's extremely R rated. It's not PG for sure. Don't sit down with your kids and watch. You know the heartthrob from uh, Twilight, thinking that the kids will love it. They won't. And um, <laughs> yeah, it's from Lionsgate A twenty four. talk will give you the synopsis of High Life.
1: Hmm. Will she? Um. Well, <laughs> at some point in our future. We put death row or life lifer prisoners on ships, spaceships, to head out to do, I mean, they say sort of in passing that it's to go and um, investigate Black Hole. However, there's other things afoot here, other sort of questionable science being done to these people. And it's not just the crew. The everyone, the doctor, the pilot, everyone and everyone on this ship is a criminal of some kind. We don't find out who everybody is, but so then the idea is it's not exactly like I mean, when you think about it, I'm done with the synopsis by the way. I was gonna say this <laughs> is turning
0: more into a essay.
1: <laughs> when you think about it, <laughs> Alien, their ship wasn't all pristine and stuff. It was pretty folly party and they had to bang and Lots of work and it looked kind of, you know, not run down, but like a big junker in space kind of too, if you Mm -hmm. think about it. It wasn't all pristine like a lot of spaceships. No, and that's
0: what made Alien feel different from other movies to Mm -hmm. me because I I was used to seeing like Battlestar Galactica and stuff like that where everything's everything's all
1: white and nobody's actually like fixing broken down parts, whereas in this one... I mean, it has to just maintain itself for indefinitely because it just go down into space never to return.
0: So what it says on the back of the box here for the quote is it's like no outer space movie you've ever seen. I actually agree to that because mm-hmm. it is very different. It's, um, it is isn't alien or any, it's not any of those space movies that you used to. It's more of a,
1: and it's like- not even like my synopsis. Really? It, that is the, that is the story going on here.
0: Yeah, it's it's more of a um, like a, a art film um, in space.
1: I disagree with that. I know you like to call films that sometimes. I don't agree with that just because it's kind of weird. I don't think makes it an art film.
0: Well, I don't know. I it's it's not straight up like it's not an action movie in space. In fact, it isn't at all an action movie in space. Is it? It's not a. It's like. You know 2001 a space odyssey is a one that i can think of. Mm-hmm. It's that is it's like that where it's not a str- the narrative's not super straightforward. Correct. It moves a, it moves back and forth in time a bit. You know. Um you might at the end of it not have put all the pieces together <laughs> because True. some of them are not <laughs> meant to be put together or maybe your own your own mind makes that up. So it's, you know, like we watched Under us under the Silver Lake the other week. It's like that, where there's a lot of... Well, maybe that's a bad example, because yeah. that one did get explained a lot. Yeah. But, uh, but this one, it's... That kind of movie, it's not your straight up... It's not a James Cameron movie, let me say. James Cameron, go, who's that? And there's a load of, like, special effects and all that. It's a very quiet space movie, which is punctuated sometimes by sexuality and violence, very hardcore violence at some points. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's not really what it is. It's, that's, not, that's not what you come for, is it? It's more like this feeling. And I said to you, I like movies in space where there's a feeling of like nothing to me, like it's...
1: Complete isolation. Yeah, yeah. that
0: you've been there a long time, that you know, you know the people have been there a long time. It's a real tedious kind of grind to be there. You can tell from what you see. The way this is structured, this movie, um, it starts... The the opening, like, 10, 15 minutes is actually nearer the... Well, in the timeline of the movie, it's in the middle of the movie, right? Um, And then at the, what happens at yeah. the end is the end, you know? When, yeah. So you start in the middle, and then what transpires you know how he got to the position in the middle you get to see all that by, by it's a,
1: framed i mean it's not it's an old movie yeah. thing it's framed by we see what's happening now and then we go back in the past and then we're framed by the rest of what's happening now but
0: it's not complicated i didn't find it's not like oh i don't know whether i'm in the future the past or the, you know no it's, that part is not complicated it's pretty st- static and easy to follow um so it this movie at the, I think it was the Cannes Film Festival I was just reading, is like controversial because there is some stuff in there that people can't take. No shit. Yeah. This um, is
1: not recommended <laughs> I know. Um When you say it has some sexuality, it's not punctuated with sexuality. It's like, okay, we'll do some spoilers because... Yeah. The, yeah, yeah. Spoiler total, total spoiler. So just watch this if you're really interested in weird-ish movies that make you like go, I don't I don't exactly know I wouldn't what's going on, but just watch it, but then come back and listen if you I don't want. think
0: um in this movie you don't know what's going on though. I think I think it was
1: No, I disagree. You don't know what's going on as in there's no story being told fully. Not really. You have You have events that have taken place that lead us to a thing, but there's no, I'm not saying every movie has to have it, but there's no beginning, middle, end, as in here's our protagonist, here's the challenge that he's up against, and here's the big solution, resolution, or some other kind of ending. You know what I mean? Right.
0: So how did you feel about the controversial aspect of it?
1: What part's controversial?
0: Well, the things that people would have objected to, I guess, and I'm going... Oh, I don't find limb. any of it
1: controversial or objectionable. I mean, if you don't yeah. like it, don't watch it. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> there's, I have no opinion on that.
0: What is it? There's must... Let's let's do it. There's well, there's some...
1: the thing. There, This is one ship. But it's got a big number seven on it. So that immediately told me there's more. This is the future. And I disagree with the people in the extras who said, who are like, oh, well, obviously the Earth has can't sustain life anymore, and things have gotten so bad, none of that was even said at all. No one even mentioned that at all.
0: Apart from that man on the train.
1: No, all he was saying was, we've sent them off and lied to them. He didn't say the Earth is, like, unsustainable or anything. Plus, when he's on the train, it just looks normal.
0: Actually, they they did say in the extras also that she, the director... Um, doesn't like to give you all the information.
1: Right, but you can't you can't claim or have us pretend that we know what's going on when that's absolutely not even close to being part of what's explained to us visually um with audio, with lines of dialogue, with anything at all or even a written thing on the screen. Like we cannot presume the earth is fallen apart or blown up or dead until you tell us. Unless you tell us through some means in your storytelling. So we don't know that. but we do know is this is ship number seven of how many we don't know. So on this particular ship, the thing is, they've put a crew and a doctor lady and its objective.
0: The doctor lady is also a criminal.
1: The kind of, yeah, have I said earlier, everybody's a criminal. So the objective, they say, is to find this black hole and study it. But in fact, her objective is to study human reproductivity productivity human reproduction in space if it's possible. But she's not like a clinical, like very clean, um, precise kind of doctor. She's like a mental problem lady. I mean, she's mental. She might be a doctor, but she's crazy. And I say that in the like, absolutely. She is dangerous. She's violent. She's Self, she's like a psychopath, and I and said she's in charge of these people with a very highly sexualized thing going on because said, her objective is to make babies.
0: Yeah, and I said think of the witches from Suspiria and one of imagine one of them being a doctor. I'm not yeah, saying I'm not saying they're vibe. a witch, but I'm saying that they're creepy and they use the sexuality in a weird way, which those witches did.
1: Yeah, I mean I didn't get that vibe from her. I just got sociopath. Very uh, creepy as hell. And so now this ship is about getting the females pregnant. The men are giving up their semen. And that's kind of it, really. But in, but not in a, like, clinical, um, we've brought six couples into space to see what will happen for the future. None of that. It's, like, weird. Because it's a prison in space where you're doing experimentation on prisoners by a prisoner (laughs) it's like that movie where one of your characters is talking to someone in a doctor's coat and they seem totally credible and then someone comes down the hall with a clipboard and says to the person in the doctor's coat now now have you had your meds today and you're like oh that's not a doctor well in this case that is the doctor (laughs) that's the lady in charge amongst the prisoners and she's also a horrible criminal
0: like everybody here, mm. so
1: well. I mean, she killed her whole family, so, so that's
0: nasty. There is like some. There's violence. There's um, rape. Actually, mm-hmm. there's like a there's a male rape. There's a female rape. Um, that you know. So they cover all that, and it's really graphic and kind of harrowing. Especially that guy, you know, the rapist yeah. guy. Like the whole scenario with him, he um. He's a rapist guy. And then there's a load of violence that goes along with him raping somebody. Mm -hmm. Um, It's pretty extreme at that point. There's also a... They call it the fuck box. (laughs) Which is a box where you can go in there and get your jollies off, I guess. Um, I don't know how it worked for the blokes. We saw a woman go in and do the thing, right? Mm. How's it work for the men? I'm sure there's a hole. Yeah. The women have a... A really,
1: dildo basically um, chair, and then the men. I'm sure there's a hole on the other side. Somewhere. We
0: actually see Juliet Banache go in there and do the dirty in it, and it, we don't see her doing that. We, we see just, her wiggling she's, around, she's
1: performing. Yeah, we see a
0: um, really I love how
1: convinced you are,
0: surgical looking penis thing. Yeah, and it's kind of scary, <laughs> you know, like it, it's just a weird, it's, it's like a the music that's playing during that scene that. That sex scene, it's a sex scene, isn't it? Mm-hmm. A singular sex scene, but there's this music playing. It's really kind of odd violin stuff that's like... Because almost- she
1: has a problem. Yeah. I don't mind people masturbating. What I mind is this woman, While once you find out what her crime was, suffocating all of her children and stabbing her husband to death, and then she has these scenes where she's highly sexual, like, totally, like, over-the-top, almost orgasmic as we look at her face and her the way she moves her body i'm imagining her thinking of the moments when she's killing her family and that's what's getting her off
0: yeah and when she'd uh when this um, i have no proof of that
1: but that's just once you find out you're like oh that's what she's thinking about
0: and the bit that graphically got me was how much goo was in that box after she'd finished
1: i think that's just from the that's just because it's like a car wash inside it washes <laughs> yeah, itself yeah, it out is. so it's not from her
0: that's from everybody <laughs> oh right okay ooh that's even worse
1: no it's like that's just the whole room then gets this thing came down with like soap and water dripping off of it and it like washes the whole room out and then it drains
0: out onto the floor I think it's the most sexual space movie I've ever seen (laughs) actually (laughs) has there been a lot? (laughs) I'm trying to think is there anything else where it it probably is right? I don't know I'm blanking on it, but yeah, this one is has a lot of odd um, sexual stuff going on, and often, you know. Oh, the, we didn't mention this lady is in. She's not in charge. Everybody's like on the same level there, right? But she. Well, she works for whatever they called it—the company. Yeah, she like. There's water on the ship for people to drink, and she's in charge of the water. And she puts, like, m- you know, medication in the water doesn't she, to uh, keep them level. Keep them sedated. But she's putting more in than she's supposed to, so she can do her dirty deeds. Which really is- awful. <laughs> yeah, awful. <laughs>
1: That's not funny. It's awful.
0: Yeah, yeah I mean, it's awful. You- I mean, you don't, I can't even recall ever in movies seeing a female rape a man, which is what happens here.
1: Don't I've, think I have. I've
0: seen many rapes the other way, obviously. If you've lived through the 70s movies, it was kind of a and thing. An
1: 80s, unfortunately. Yeah,
0: but um, I don't think I've ever seen it the opposite way, and it does happen that way here. In a really weird, creepy way, too.
1: Because she's just... It's its not even about the sex. It's about she is...
0: She needs the uh
1: She's stuff. getting the work done that she is. she sees herself as being meant to do, which is... Make a viable pregnancy come to fruition. Have a person be born in space. That is her. But then you have to, again, you have to make up your own thing. Is she just trying to make up for her crimes? Did she kill her children because they weren't perfect? And now she thinks this baby's perfect. You have to make up a bunch of shit. Which I don't always appreciate in movies. I get it. I don't need everything spoon-fed to me. However, if I have to make up that character's entire motivation it kind of detracts from as creepy as she is. Then I'm like left going, I don't know exactly why she's doing this. So
0: it's not quite as creepy. There's also a main mission that's going on that aside from that, where the prisoners are, you know, we said earlier, going to the black hole to see.
1: Supposedly, but then think back. If If the planet's falling apart, why would they send ships to a black hole?
0: They want the energy from it. To revive our energy.
1: I don't think that's what they said.
0: That's what they said in the extras.
1: In the extras? That's not what they said in the movie.
0: No, no I, one mentioned that. I'm, I'm taking it all as all the information <coughs> I got here as a whole.
1: Yeah, but it doesn't. that doesn't make any sense because we might not have watched the extras. So we're not sure what's happened
0: to well, the Earth. Something, yeah, they didn't actually say even no. in the extras. They just said something happened on the Earth that makes it hard for the Earth to carry on. Because we've not got enough power. I
1: don't think they even said that.
0: Yeah, she said that Mia Goth. She said that the, they haven't got enough, and there's a infinite power in a black hole that they can suck out. I don't know how they would suck it out with that like shitty little ship that they've got. I
1: don't think any of that was in the movie. and I, It I wasn't, wasn't in the
0: movie, it was in the extras.
1: Right, so I'm saying it has to be in the movie, or it doesn't make any sense. Well,
0: I'm just going off what they said. Right, but doesn't.
1: it has to be in the movie. I'm going the off the fact that, of
0: that Mia Goth said that. Claire Denis doesn't like to give all the information. So she obviously got more information from her that we didn't.
1: Right, but that does, that's ir- completely irrelevant to watching the movie because it. if you want to be pretentious and be like, I'm not giving everyone all the information, then don't tell me a fucking story. You know what I'm saying? I don't have respect for that. If it leaves you wondering and going, I'm not even 100% sure why this makes sense. If she wants it to be a human study... Like what happens to people after many years in space, basically alone and under conditions that are not what you would be subject to in a real, like organized, everyone stays healthy, everyone is taking care of environment. Okay, but that's not what she's saying and that's not what she did. It's just sort of like, and they even said she changed scenes as she went along. She changed dialogue as she went along. She rewrote dialogue for different people. So that's why, to me, it doesn't come together as a whole thing. And I'm not sure why they send all these ships. Plus, we know at some point there's nine of them. There could be more. Um, And if each of them, one of them has, like, a bunch of loose dogs on it, we don't see any people. What else is going on? If somebody had the resources and the money to send all these ships into space, where's all that resource coming from if the Earth is not functioning properly and no one has food or some kind
0: of latched last ditch effort from the government I yeah,
1: but it's not a government it's a private company so again it doesn't make any sense and it doesn't have to except that it it's borderline on this one
0: yeah well i um i don't have the same feelings as you i i like a bit of like i mystery. do like
1: it i didn't say i don't like it i like mystery
0: but I, not for the sake. I, I like sake trying of to work it out for myself a little bit.
1: Well, so do I. That's not really what I'm saying, actually. If you have to make up the story of the story someone's telling you, that doesn't make it a very good story, does it? I don't know,
0: actually, if that.
1: If it's like you meet a criminal and you never find out what their crime is, but you go through their whole story and their actions and their behavior, and then the consequences of the actions you're seeing them do pieces together for you, a, a more broad picture of the person, and I never find out the crime, I'm okay with that.
0: Yeah, I'm... That's, that's one that's aspect.
1: This is not that. This is like, I made part of the movie, and then I changed, and then I changed, and the overall idea is I want to be weird and sexual.
0: No, I don't think the overall idea is it wants to be weird. Actually, Because it's not weird. I, I don't think it's weird. What? Like, you're saying weird as in like... like ugh. Weird as in
1: a ship full of people sent into space with no rules and regulations with what they someone mentions is a scientific mission they never speak to anyone or have any contact with anyone well they There's do not, they
0: check in when that beep But they're goes not off. talking
1: to anyone no. they they're just sending a message so they get nothing from anyone at all we don't truly know what year it is or how long they've been out there we know it's been a long time obviously
0: he does say the exact amount of days it. at the end who does robert patterson's character monty Right at the end when he sat with his daughter and the the beeping goes off and they sit down at the thing he says how many days it was 7000 and something right 7000
1: uh, days of the mission but that doesn't tell you what year it is or anything right. we don't know when they started
0: but we know they've been they've been around seven, they've been up there seven thousand days for their
1: seven thousand days. So, yeah. but time is different in space, right? As they have they yeah. mentioned a few times. And
0: I did read. I mean, this is not in the movie. Again, this part's not in the movie. But I did read a scientific explanation of it's like seven thousand days for this for the people on the spaceship, and it's like a hundred and twenty years down on Earth. Right. So that's the. Actual.
1: Whose scientific explanation is?
0: It was that guy who did the extras, the, mm. the guy that consulted for right. the you know, science stuff. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that doesn't sound very credible, but I, I watch the extras, so I know who you're talking about.
0: Yeah. I've seen him before, actually. Talk. That guy. I might have seen him on YouTube. He's like a physicist guy. Mm. Um, but he was explaining how time elongates mm-hmm. near a black hole, um, which is all very interesting, but all theory, right?
1: That is, and also I think just going in space makes, plus they did say, and this this means it must be sometime in our future, is that their ship is traveling at 99% the speed of light. Yeah. That's how fast they've been going for however many years they've been going. No, nope. So that's all cool. I love science fiction. I'm a zombie science fiction person, or if you want to mix those together, that's fine too. But I mean, I'm totally into science fiction. I'm a Star Trek huge fan. I love it all. I love the idea of a generational ship. I love the idea of black holes and I like drama. I like the humans and the stories that, cause it's going to be a thing, isn't it? If you're in space, there's going to be human stuff going on. (laughs) However, I will understand if any of the reviews that you read are like, what the hell's going on? Even though I get it, it still isn't a, it isn't like making a point. Not Really? It's sort of like... It has a great know.
0: vibe to it that is hard to um I don't
1: know about forget. great as in un- unforgettable, yes.
0: Um, one thing I did not... If I was saying things I didn't like, and this was the thing that kind of pulled me out a little bit towards the beginning, but then I was straight back in and it was cool. But you know when he opened the airlock and started throwing some bodies out, mm-hmm. there was nothing sucking at him, there was no wind, there was no nothing. Well,
1: he equalized that room, so you close the one door. Yeah. And then you do the thing. I, I only know this But he from stood there fiction. as the I one. know, but you do the thing where it yeah, slowly like an changes the room first. Then when you open the door, you're at the equal. It's not like the pressure changing or well, whatever. Well,
0: from any sci-fi movie I've ever seen where there's an airlock. No, I'm telling are- you,
1: I've seen this in science fiction movies. Once you change the pressure of that room and get it equal with outside, whatever that is, while you're still in there... It slow, slowly happens. Then when you open the door, it doesn't suck anybody out. But there's no the noise, same. no nothing. Right, there's no noise outside And Even space. the
0: door didn't make a noise.
1: I think it was already open when we saw him open it, when he was throwing them it out. It just
0: seemed very like like we're not going to have any special effects at all here, which we don't. Yeah, he, the
1: sucking thing, though, is not a necessity.
0: Because even when he throws them out, they, they just kind of plop over the edge. Like, we you, you don't even... We do see a shot of them going down afterwards, but that's weird because they wouldn't
1: be going down.
0: No, that, that is also weird. But
1: they would just be—I don't even know how that would work exactly. They would
0: like be just s- suspended, like floating. I don't know mm-hmm. if they, they wouldn't immediately drop <laughs> We're down. questioning like, the. Well, <laughs> that part was weird. It was like um, it was—it uh, was almost. It's the very beginning of the movie. In fact, as the as the, they're floating in space, you see the credits highlight. <laughs> Uh, it, high Life appears on the screen, so try right the beginning. I thought for
1: a second that meant that they were just in, like, the space station right over the Earth, and that's why they were falling down instead mm. of just going out into the space. And then you're like, oh, wait, he's just right there, and this weird shit's happening. But,
0: yeah, no. That was <laughs> the part where I was like, oh, this is like... Is this... I Because I hadn't even got used to the film at that point. I was like, oh, is this, like, so low budget, there's, like, nothing here? Like, we're just going to throw... Like I almost in my mind, <laughs> there's a crash mat just just outside of the door, and people are falling onto the crash mat. I say and, that's right. Uh, I mean, yeah, that is exactly what's happening <laughs> in real life, but <laughs> but I it, I, I that's what I saw, and so that I'm out of it. I'm like, oh, okay, that's somewhere. yeah.
1: But again, that's like you're kind of been inundated with science fiction, making those scenes more dramatic when I don't know if it has.
0: To. Yeah, and this all has a low tech feel to it, like the Definitely. The ship itself is very, and I like, I really like, it was one of the things I really liked because I was like, yeah, these are prisoners. They're sending on this like suicide mission pretty much, Like they're Mm. not not coming back. So why send up like billion dollar crafts and stuff? Like just piece together some shit and put them in it. And that's what it felt like. Just this box of, just a box basically. I like the ship. Yeah. Yeah. It was like a, you know, just, it was, it was like a rectangle box. Didn't, really have any frills, nothing fancy on the inside. In fact, very unfancy, like corridors that are very, just nothing. Some vents on the walls and stuff. They had a cool garden because they have to hydroponic system, you know, because you have to stay alive, I guess. (laughs) I guess. (laughs) Yeah. You know, I was thinking when they send up, like, you know, if they did do this in real, for real, like, wouldn't like, you know, 30% Thirty percent of maybe more kill themselves. Just like fuck this! I'm not even going to do your mission.
1: Oh, you mean the prisoner
0: <laughs> people? Yeah, the prisoners, yeah.
1: Um, I would think if they're they they make them seem like clever kind of sneaky people, and they would have known they're being lied to because the what were was alluded to is they were told you're going to go and come back and be free. Right. What the truth was, they're just going and coming. never coming back. No. But yeah well the one well he refuses to give her his semen and the other girl says i will never have children knowing that that's what she's there for is to be inseminated yeah she's refusing also so i don't know if you would just kill yourself because if you can avoid like he just goes in the garden and does his gardening apparently
0: yeah that's until he doesn't thing. have a choice and he has to yeah. do
1: everything else this also is <laughs> <laughs> this movie takes a leap that tells us that you actually don't have to know anything about anything mechanical to keep a spaceship going for like twenty years. It just is. It's just built to go. Yeah, and no one has to be qualified to fly it, to Train, fix it, nothing, n- nothing, because <laughs> they're not. So I was like, I, I understand it's a trope in movies to have the guy who knows everything, or the guy who built it or designed it, link, you know, coming in and out of the scenes or whatever. Or somebody who at least has a book of the blueprints who can go, well, I'll figure this shit out. Um, But we have no explanation how he even figures out what he needs to know. Because he says, we don't know anything.
0: Yeah, he said that, yeah. Like, nothing. There's no, no, you never see anybody even looking in a handbook or anything. No. Never see that. You never see anybody looking anything up on a, on the, the computers are like mainframe computer, really. (laughs) There's nothing really fancy on this. Nobody's got a tablet or anything. (laughs) Like, there's nothing like that. It's and this- I
1: get that for stylistic and simplicity and budget, yeah. so I'm not arguing with that, but surely all the cast and crew had their own tablets they could have donated
0: to the gods. I really liked the spacesuits, because mm-hmm. they were like canvas, and...
1: But that has to also be far in the future, because that's impossible.
0: Yeah, true. But the the spacesuits were like... They, uh, they looked... Like spacesuits, but they also looked kind of low budget. Like, they, But that kind of added to it for me. I was yeah. like, they're, they're not fancy at all, those spacesuits. They look like they might fall apart at any minute. Look like they might rip really easily. But, you know. And that they
1: would not hold
0: air. No. <laughs> no. <that> breatha- <laughs> Which was weird. I guess but- that breathable sack fabric. Maybe. Is not breathable. Maybe. I don't know. Um, so let's go on to the cast. Robert Pattinson plays Monty. I mean, I'm not familiar with Robert Patterson because he was from the Twilight movies. That's where he became really famous. And we've never seen a Twilight movie. No. Not seen any. I've seen the trailer for one. And I've seen a review of another. (laughs) And the review was making fun of it. So that's as much as I've seen of Twilight.
1: So you let someone influence you not to watch them?
0: Yeah. Now, after seeing this and Robert Patterson has been cast as the new Batman, I told you People were, like, freaking out. Oh, it's that guy from Twilight. Is the new Batman. And I was like, I don't even know who he is, so I'm not, I'm not on the people who are, you know, bitching about it. I don't know who he is. I mean, I know who he is. I don't know how he acts.
1: Here's my complaint, and I don't mind him, but the fucking mumbling, people, it has to stop. I don't give a shit. If this is a guy alone in a spaceship with a baby when he's talking because he's a character in a movie, I need to hear and understand what he's saying. This That doesn't work. I, didn't, I didn't notice that. Oh my God, it was constant in the first half of the movie when it's a lot of him alone. And then a couple of the other people also did it, and I feel like it's a trend in a lot of movies lately, this sort of naturalistic... Blah, 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 and you kind of have to take the context for what's going on. And you know me, I hear very well. So it's not a matter of hearing. It was just like,
0: come on. Now, I have to say, I really liked him in this role. It's, it's a, there's a whole part of the movie at the beginning where he is acting with a baby. It's him and a baby. (laughs) It's so good. Yeah, and the baby's amazing. I have to... I that mean, is an
1: amazing baby. You could almost say, is that a CGI baby? Because she's awesome.
0: Yeah. <laughs> she needs an award. I mean, he's on a spaceship on his own. He's got a baby and he's looking after a baby. And it's, it, I like those scenes. I thought they were really, it was like, I was like, what is this movie? Like <laughs> it's a man on a ship with a baby? Because that's what all, all you information you have at the beginning.
1: I can imagine a lot of people will question how could this person, once we get to know him. And he doesn't seem to have a lot of growth throughout the movie at all. Like, he doesn't become tougher or more clever, really, or anything at all. He's just exactly the same as 20 years before or 15 years before or whatever, when we meet him. Um, would be like, How's, how can this guy even know anything about anything to do with the baby? And I got, I got I would understand that question even throughout the movie. Like, we have no hint of why he knows.
0: Do you naturally just... I don't think so. I mean, you know people and you know
1: unless you've been around someone taking care of a baby a lot, right. which was not, you know, projected to us. Um he loved her and you could tell. He was good at like teaching her to walk and stuff and then eventually we find out she's a very good reader. She's a good Critical thinker, which is interesting. Like, how'd she learn that? But whatever. <laughs> yeah. How'd she learn that when he's a man of very few words? She
0: watched a lot of TV. Because <laughs> they did have the TV go in there with the program on it.
1: I don't think that was a program. That was like a repeated <sighs> little video for like 15 years of her life. But she had books and logs that she could read, I guess. But so I could see how someone could pick it apart for that. But I I kind of let it go after a little
0: while. I, I, but I liked Robert Pattinson's performance. I thought he was... I thought he was good. I mean, mm-hmm. there's parts where he had to step up. Um, there were parts where he had to deal with the doctor lady, you know, and then the parts at the end with his teenage daughter. Let's yeah. Say. Um, it, I thought he did. I felt he did feel different dealing with the teenage daughter.
1: I didn't think he, he didn't change. He hadn't toughened up. He didn't seem super protective or like he had been hardened in any way whatsoever. And by remember, the, he's By a, the last 15 years of raising a child on a spaceship.
0: And he's a criminal, remember? Always remember.
1: Yeah, but from what we know, <clears throat> he got annoyed with a friend. Killed his friend when they were kids. But we don't know what else. So we don't know if he's a sociopath or if he's dangerous. I mean, it's never really projected that way, to me anyway.
0: Right. Who else we got? Juliette Benoche as Dibs. She was from the movie. What movie was she from? The- irreversible. Not in... She wasn't, wasn't that in irreversible? No, she was in Chocolat.
1: Oh, who was irreversible? Another French That lady. was
0: the lady from The Matrix. Oh, That's not Juliette you Binoche.
1: are correct. You're yeah. right. Chocolat is this yeah. lady.
0: Juliette Binoche is a French, very famous French actress. And this role is daring, I think. And from what you
1: said, it doesn't sound like it's any more daring than her
0: others. Who? Her. Juliette Binoche. I don't know what she's been in about from Chocolate, which is not daring. Oh, that you looked slight.
1: her up, or were you looking up the director? The director I was right. talking about.
0: Yeah. I mean, she's famous. French actress. You know You know her. She's been in American movies, even. hmm But um, she plays Dibs. I, I like that, Doctor. It's a bit over the top sometimes. Over the top. Messing Absolutely. about with the hair. You know when she's, like, doing a hair in front of the thing?
1: I mean, she's been given full reign to behave however she wants for however many years it's been. And she already started out extremely troubled. She killed her family. And now she's sort of like that untethered person who has absolutely no social constraints at all. She's just 100% sexual and driven by her goal of making a baby.
0: Yeah. And, and yeah, it's a, a little bit, bit, bit OTT. Yeah. Andre Benjamin, who you'll know as Andre 3000, he's from the band Outkast. Remember that band? Mm-hmm. Outkast? Miss Jackson? mm mm-hmm. um, He plays Churney. I really liked him. He, he's got a very, like, um, like weighty thing about him when he speaks. Yeah, he's more grounded,
1: pardon the pun, than the other people.
0: Yeah. You know when he's, like, being, he's kind of the wise, he's kind of wise in this. And when he's speaking to Robert Patterson, like, He's he's giving him something, isn't he? Like yeah, like, like a, and you know I really liked his end, the end of his story. Yeah, um, I really like him. He's good. He should be in more stuff. Mia Goth plays Boise. Um, she was just in Suspiria that we watched recently. She's a a model, um, but she's actually really good. I liked it when she was kicking off in this. Yeah, she get really mad with people. Um, and do you like her?
1: I do, however, there's a little bit up my own ass about how how defiant I am as this character and open and free. It doesn't it isn't totally consistent throughout the whole
0: movie. And um Agata Buzek. There's a lot of like different nationality people, and that was yeah. on purpose. Uh she plays Nansen. She um She's just got a really extreme look about her, is not she? Like Yeah, very extreme. <laughs> like I was like, wow, that, that woman looks hardcore. Um, and she kind of is. Uh then there's Claire Tran as Mink. There's a bunch of different prisoners that I you I mean, can these see.
1: people don't really register much. I mean, they have a few lines here and there and then they I mean, die but, horribly.
0: But yeah, but they do like make up the feel of the ship because everybody's kind of a little bit everybody's a little bit moody, let me say.
1: Yeah, no one's, like, disciplined or educated in the running of this ship at all. It's just, like, we're just here.
0: And then, uh, finally, Jesse Ross, who plays Willow. That's his teenage daughter at the end. There's a baby version of Willow, and there's a teenage (laughs) version. She was really good. Very good. Uh, Claire Denis directed, as we said earlier. I don't... I've never seen any of her films. She's made, like, a lot of films. She's, like, in her 70s now. Um... And a lot of them won a lot of awards in France, but from just going over a body of work there and looking what people, um, she's always been a controversial figure. She's always very outspoken and not afraid to use sex in her movies, which is not actually a big deal in France. But when you watch a French movie out of France and you're not <laughs> used to it, it's kind of a you know a bit "oh, that's what they do in France, that's how they show it. You know, we've seen French well, we've seen Irreversible. There's a French movie with <laughs> yeah. a very graphic depiction of But sex.
1: I mean, that's not really a French thing. That's just showing a violent act yeah. followed by another violent act.
0: All right, so yeah, Claire Denis I, I'm interested in seeing what other stuff she's done because uh I don't I was, I couldn't work out from her IMDb which was the one she was most memorable for, you know what I mean, which was yeah. uh, um and there's a lot of them. So um I appreciate what she does here. She's definitely like, she seems like one of those who's like, no, like, fuck you. Like, this is my story. And, you know, maybe even to the audience. I don't know.
1: Well, I feel like there are art people and film as an art who are very wrapped up in their own thing. And that's cool. I dig it. I think you should, you know, if you want to spin on a canvas and say that's your expression of whatever, or just say, fuck it, I don't know, decide what it is for yourself. I don't mind. But when I'm investing in a st- wanting to be told a story, which is what I think of film, but it's not always, is it? We've watched a couple that are like, I mean, I guess even irreversible. It is a story. It's more of a series of events. Yeah, than just- a story wrapped up. but And that's an interesting experience as well. Um, Suspiria, it's, a diff- it's not really a story necessarily either. It's just sort of like a slice of this weird shit happening. <laughs> These witches and, you know, so I don't mind it. But sometimes it's so... Like the guy saying, oh, I think of this as an allegory, and this is the whatever of Christ, and this is the story. Yeah, I didn't story. get any of that. Yeah, if you wrap your storytelling so deeply in symbolism and allegorical references that you know people will not get, and then you can make fun of them for not getting it, I mean, that's just, I don't know. I don't uh, know if that's her motivation, but sometimes it feels that way.
0: The most, ara- I can't say it allegorical the most mm. allegorical movie ever mother exclamation point <laughs> i don't know about that <laughs> the whole thing's an allegory i mean that whole thing is mm. and it's it's not exactly hidden either it's a bit it's right there like right in your face uh imdb reviews <clears throat> at this point in the show we always look at the reviews on imdb and i said to you not They're, just
1: any old reviews. The one-star reviews.
0: We look at the worst reviews just to see. I mean, w- I like this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I quite quite liked it. I was entertained the whole time. Um, but these are the people who weren't entertained by it. Let's see what they have to say. Number one says, uh, "I stopped watching this after sixteen minutes and twenty-one seconds. Sixteen one six. Sixteen minutes okay. and twenty-one seconds." He opens a spaceship door into open space and it's just like a house door and then he drops some bodies out and that's it. I stopped it. He stopped at that point. Okay.
1: That so was the point it didn't that give I it wasn't a chance.
0: into. Okay. So I agree with him, but I didn't stop. I'm 34.
1: Excellent. I- I'm Excellent to put in your review. This is the
0: stat. And this is the first movie I've ever walked out of. Pointless. Poorly written. Poorly acted. Cheap. Awful. The worst movie ever made.
1: (laughs) I wish we had a list of all the movies that are the worst movie ever made. Uh, This
0: guy says... It's a long list, apparently. There's no point to this movie. It's super slow and boring. I wasted my time watching it.
1: Because you have other things to do.
0: Uh, This guy says... I'll give it one point for the lighting. But I'm sorry for Juliet. Juliet, she must have been desperate.
1: It did look nice. There were times when, yeah, it did look nice throughout. I didn't really think about it, so that usually means it looked nice.
0: Yeah, uh, actually, the set direction, the set and everything looked cool, too, because mm-hmm. like, I just kept thinking in my mind, this is a prisoner ship. They don't give a shit about giving them, like, everything luxury. Mm-mm. This is just shit. They're just on a shitty ship.
1: They're in bunker, bunk bed kind of things, yeah. and it's crappy and it's messy. Nobody's, like, There's on no a regime. There's no
0: entertainment or, for them. There's nothing. It's just shit because they're prisoners. Um, All right, let's do a couple more. If you can last until the 50-minute mark to actually understand the purpose of this, then good for you. It's too slow and full of flashbacks. (laughs) Okay. Um, This one says, There are two name actors in this film, but it's so low budget. It would be forgivable if the story was not pointless. Worst combo possible. Abort! Abort! Worst combo? Yeah, the combo of two name actors and a pointless story.
1: Oh, okay. Okay.
0: The trailer for this movie is much more interesting and far less upsetting than the actual film. There are two graphic rape scenes back-to-back. Save yourself the anguish and watch something else i mean it's true it's true what happened
1: anguishing to know that human beings do that to each other but it's not an actual rape you're watching it are it's performers who have studied and worked with each other they do everything they can to make sure each other is fine and safe and, and like nothing bad is actually happening it is a depiction of a terrible event I don't understand why people say things like, I don't want that in my head. Like, you're a grown-up. Uh, and also, just don't watch it. But
0: <laughs> This guy says, It's not real. Waste of time, and he spells waste, W-A-I-S-T. Ooh, does it mean something? Double meaning? <laughs> he says, this is his whole review. Why show a naked vagina on a baby? It's unnecessary. Don't bother with this film.
1: I did think that was a bit weird, I but think. then it's just a naked baby, but then, you know, 20 years down the road, what'll she think? It's her body, and I I kind of agree with that, but it doesn't take away from anything. I
0: mean, we we figured it was a daughter by looking at that scene, and not a boy.
1: Yeah, but it wasn't necessary. He um, could have just said, my baby girl, and that would have been enough to show that, but... Again, it wasn't that detracting, but I actually had the moment of like, I had the thought of like, oh, people aren't going to like this.
0: How is this movie an 82% on the Rotten Tomatoes? The Rotten Tomatoes. It just blows my mind. The critics are helping sell this filth. It's pornography.
1: Well, it isn't because it's performers not doing what you're seeing them. Yeah, it's not, they not porn- think pornography. they're doing. <laughs> As subjective, I know, it's but...
0: Because it it's... It's not pornography because it's actually not titillating.
1: It it's, would be. Oh, CB, you're different. There will be many people who will be highly titillated. I find it kind of the, gross,
0: though. Like you I do. Mean, there's two rapes. And you do, a,
1: but not everybody will.
0: Right. The two rapes are obviously not titillating, and the they will be to somebody. The masturbation. There's two. There's a. There's the guy who masturbates to her, and then there's her masturbating and the thing. Both of those are not filmed in like a. Like a super sexy kind of way, are they? They kind of. Well, I
1: think you. That's subjective. In a clinical way, like. That's subjective, though. Many people would disagree with you highly. Right. That's the way you look at sex and things like that. But other people, I actually know one person, both of us do, who would be like, oh, about
0: all of it. So, um, extras on this Blu ray, there are a couple. There's Audacious, Passionate, and Dangerous, The Making of High Life. It's not really the making of it. Mm-mm. It's just some people. They're they're all talking about how awesome Claire Denis is and how good it is working with her. And I just read a actual quote from her that she's not interested in talking about her movies. She'd rather make a movie and then
1: and I respect leave that. it alone. Yeah, because I'm not. I mean, I don't need extras for. Movies so obviously,
0: either. she doesn't. She does talk very briefly about it, but not it looked not.
1: like she was on a panel answering questions with the lead guy yeah. at some point, and then they just took clips from that.
0: Yeah, and then there's visual in the abyss, the look of high life, and that I was hoping was uh, like see how they did the CG of space and stuff, but it's actually not that. It's just the actors discussing space like, travel, yeah, and how the spaceship looks. That was pretty much it. I mean, it's not really and not deep features, are they at all? It's just kind of promotional stuff. Yeah. Um, so, I recommend this movie to people personally. What people? You even said I would not recommend not this to, to everybody. <laughs> if you've got kind of a off kilter kind of, you're not just into the super Hollywood. Like I, I like both types. I'll watch mm-hmm. the Avengers and I'll watch something really odd and off as well. But, um, if you like something where it's a bit more, I don't, what would you say? It's like And a, I
1: wouldn't say it's a thinking person. No, theory. I'm not saying thinking there's, Yeah, there's I'm nothing to, like, think a bit about, more really.
0: cerebral,
1: is that the way? No, that's a thinking person. But um, a
0: bit more, like, like, it's like, thought. Like, not no. about thinking about it at all. I mean, because it's not clever.
1: No, that's but right. But There's no clever thing to figure out. might no, make you
0: think about space and time. And, no... No.
1: What about this and movie human made you think nature? about
0: space and time? Well, the, the end scene with the, like... Meh. I mean...
1: And also, human nature, we only get one kind of human. They're all highly sexualized. Pr- Prisons. Yeah, but they're all highly sexualized. They're not individuals. We get no individual personalities from anyone. Like, we don't get the shy one, the quiet one, the rest. The We don't get those two-dimensional... They're all the same character basically just in different bodies so we don't get any sort of like this is what this guy would do in space and this is this guy's how this guy would react in space none of that so i don't even think that's human nature it's almost like it's like kids almost like letting loose a group of people who have no boundaries except that they're trapped in a spaceship
0: if you like a different because that quote on the back of the box that says you've not seen a sci-fi movie like this I (laughs) i agree with that is you haven't Um, correct it is sexual it's gooey it's um gooey yeah oh my and it's also you know it's very different it is it
1: will not make you think about anything except what
0: what's right on the screen in front of you yeah and it's um would you say it is visceral
1: at times it was a bit like ah yeah you'd feel the like i don't know though
0: You know, all these, like, the people who walked out of the cinema. Like, in I mean, the screening. Yeah,
1: Visceral's more like something is so, like, irreversible. is visceral almost because he does that weird thing with the whole sound and the way the camera is. The the most... And the the violent nature of it and the length of that scene makes you feel, you start to feel a physical reaction inside you, not just like, oh, my God, but you feel like... The, um this doesn't do that to me except for the punching scenes those were pretty like oh shit
0: yeah the the scene in irreversible what makes it so hard there's a rape scene in irreversible and it's actually 10 minutes long and the camera just like from afar goes in and in and in and in and it's happening to this lady the entire time and you're seeing it all but it's not happening well, it's not a real a rape. Movie,
1: but- <laughs> yeah, but I mean... But, but what, what makes it difficult like,
0: is the span of 10 minutes and she's being, like... She-
1: violently raped.
0: Yeah, and it's... And the camera's very... It just moves so slowly. See,
1: people might listen to this and be like, why would you watch that? That's offensive. But you- Again, it's a perfor- two performers. We also know how the scene was made and the floor was made out of a cushion and they were friends with each other. His penis and- was
0: an artificial one. Remember? And the
1: whole idea was to show the reality of rape being a violent, invasive, horrible thing, not just like bing, bam, boom, and then why don't women just get over it? It was meant to make you want to kill that guy.
0: And make you very uncomfortable, which it does. It's not the kind of thing where you go, I'll watch that again. No. Because you're kind of like, well, no, that's super challenging. Like, it's hard to watch even.
1: It's challenging. Yeah. And because he does those tricks with the sound and stuff too, but...
0: Yeah. but yeah.
1: This movie doesn't have that... But it borderlines occasionally.
0: Yeah, it definitely is going for the, like, it will touch a nerve on people. It will. Sure. There's definitely people who won't be able to take those scenes. Um, but they're kind of over and done with quickly, too, on this movie. I mean, it, that whole thing's kind of like a blur to me, because it all happens at once, That the rape part. It's like, whoa, uh, 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 it's all happening. And it's another one happened straight after it. So like once it's all you're like ooh that was like quick but it was like oh I can't stop thinking about it. it's weird. So uh, yeah, I would recommend it to select people.
1: Yeah, after what you just said, that sounds weird. (laughs) My kind of people who
0: might have liked um, under the Silver Lake because it was at an off kind of kilter thing to it, even Mm. though that one wasn't as objectionable. I don't know.
1: It's very different. Very very different.
0: Uh, so next week, we're looking at something completely different. And now for something completely different. <laughs> and that'll be Shazam, the new DC yes. movie. <laughs> you couldn't go from different. A sci-fi Correct. movie about sex a lot to a superhero movie that's a bit goofy. So, uh, yeah, movie recommendations I am going with. This is not a movie, but it is my favorite space show that is on TV or has been on TV, and it's Space 1999. And as a kid, when I watched Space 1999 every week, it used to be on on a Sunday night, and I was obsessed with it. I even had the little uh, ships that you could, you know, the ships out of it? Right. I had those. They made little die-cast metal ships, like um, Hot Wheels, of those. And I had all of them. I loved that show. And what (laughs) that show gave me uh, was that feeling of isolation in space. It just felt like...
1: They were doomed.
0: Yeah. And it felt... Like, oh, every week I was like... Tell us
1: the premise of Space 1999.
0: These premise of Space 1999, um, am I remembering it correctly? It's been a long time, even though I love it. (laughs) The moon goes off course with them on it. They're not in a spaceship, basically. They're on the moon that's drifting.
1: But the moon gets hurled off into space.
0: Yeah. So it's not like that weekly space show where they're all on a spaceship like Star Trek. They're, they're in a space station on the moon. But so the, moon, the same. <laughs> yeah, but the moon... Is, well, it makes it so it, it can be very... It's like, yeah, it is the same, but they're not in a spaceship. The moon is floating with them on it. Away from Earth. And there's nothing they can really do about it.
1: It's very dramatic, also. Which it is. I've only watched a couple episodes. But yeah.
0: It's by the Andersons, the people who made Thunderbirds, the puppet series. Right. Um, and they were... It, it, you know what, Space 1999, I watched an episode recently. It was on something when I was flicking around. And um, the, the art direction of that, considering when it was made, is awesome. Like, it looks brilliantly, the, the actual space station. But again, it's not like tatty, like this high life. Right. It's very white and cool looking. Uh, and my other one, it's a movie I want to recommend. And it's called Cube. And is Cube set in space?
1: I don't think so.
0: Like, I feel like it's in space. I don't think
1: we have... There's no answer to that. You know that final
0: watch. scene where they look out Yeah, of no, it. I
1: don't think that's answered.
0: Right. So it could be in space. I thought it was hovering in space. I don't,
1: I don't think so.
0: Remember the final scene?
1: Yeah. 100%. Hmm.
0: Well, Cube gives me the feeling of isolation, be it in space or not. <laughs> but they're in... It, Cube's a really cool movie. It's it from, is. It's, it's old now. It's like... It's old and old. cheap,
1: but it is one of those movies you do not forget. And the first time you watch it, you're like, "Whoa, yeah. shit! How can no one have thought of this already?" These people
0: are trapped in this cube and they don't know why, and they have to figure it out. It's like an escape room, what you would say these days, right? But well, it's very like deadly. Saw. <laughs> it's an escape room before with even. Saw. Yeah, before even all that stuff existed, they there did are it.
1: very deadly traps.
0: Yeah, and they have got to figure it out, and it's actually. You know, you don't just figure it out. The, the people have been chosen in the Yeah, thing. and
1: it is of its time.
0: There's a scientist and, a, and different people who can help to figure this thing out.
1: They're chosen by somebody or some entity. Yeah. To, and there's several movies that, with that premise.
0: Yeah, and there's at least three Cube movies that I know of. Mm. There was a sequel and another one. Um. So yeah, Cube, I will recommend that. Yours are? Mine are, and this isn't because it's
1: good. It's because it's about going to a black hole. It's called Event Horizon. And it isn't great. Don't get me wrong. I think
0: it's Clive Barker.
1: It might be. Um, It has Jurassic Park guy in it. Mm -hmm. And there's another one called Sphere, which isn't going to the black hole, but there's like a spaceship under the water. Sphere is Sharon
0: Stone, I think.
1: Sharon Stone, uh, Samuel L. Jackson, and Dustin Hoffman. So you'd be like, whoa, but no. I'm going to pick Event Horizon over that one.
0: Uh, event Horizon like, is horror in space.
1: Yeah, it's like because one of the theories of getting to a black hole is that it makes everybody go crazy when they get to a certain point. Like the laws of physics and, and morality get all twisted around and it's all effed up. Um, so it's not, again, not great. But it is dabbling in that science, movie science. And my other one is a television show. It's Australian American. It's called Farscape. And it's just a fun, like Star Trek, they're on a ship. It's a bunch of people. There's like an American astronaut guy who gets flung through a black hole, ends up on this ship of prisoners who are trying to escape from like a tyrannical governmental kind of agency. Who's running that part of that galaxy. And you know, it's cheesy. And it doesn't have super great special effects all the time. But the makeup's pretty good. And, you know, they dabble in all the normal... Over the trajectory of this whole show. They have the kind of, like, lame episodes. But it's it's fun. So,
0: Farscape. And it's on Amazon. I think I watched it on Netflix. Um, and a scully stuff. I play... Oh, this is funny. I am... Um, occasionally... Is it, though? I dig out a game that is terrible but I really want to play it. Okay. Have you ever done that?
1: Not game, no, movies, maybe.
0: Yeah, like like I Need for Speed is one of my favorite racing games. And it's really gone to shit like over the last few years. In fact, the last one was really bad. I mean, it's like they weren't even trying. And this was one of the worst Need for Speed games. It's called The Run. But the premise of it was always the thing I loved and the premise was it's like a movie. Um, and there's a guy, and he's in a race, and he's got to get from one end of the country to the other uh, to win this money, and there's a criminal element to it, but it's like a racing game with a story, and the, it's, it's you racing from one side of the country to the other, and you get to go through all the cool places, you know, Las Vegas, uh, you know, all the way across to New York, and it's pretty badly executed, but it's the only it game of its great. type. <laughs> yeah, and it's really cheap nowadays, because it's been out for like, you know, eight years or something. But um
1: what motivated you to get it out now?
0: Because I was thinking the other day I was playing Truck Sim and I was like, I'd really like like a game where I could go across like, but be really fast. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, there was Need for Speed: The Run. They did it. And I tried it and I was like, I'm, I, you know what? I was surprised about how good it actually looks this long later. Usually, games age, don't they? Pretty pretty badly. Like, they, and you're like, wow. That's nothing like today's games. It's it looks shitty, but this actually still looks pretty good. And uh I've been playing it a bit, and it's fun. And the question sto-
1: mark It's fun.
0: Yeah, no, it's kind of. I fun. mean, it's not got the best handling, but I just like like oh now I'm running through the Grand Canyon. You know, it's like going across America in a car. I like that element to it. There's a story. It's a crime story. Some some of the levels are like you watching cutscenes and there's acting going on those parts are actually good they're really well done but the racing itself is not great it's funny funny that i would recommend it but i think a lot (laughs) of gamers like i'm a gamer and you're a lot of people listening i bet there are times though where you're like you remember that game i played was it really that bad or you know i just want to dig it out and check it out
1: same with movies and tv
0: yeah and it actually isn't as bad as i remember it being but maybe my standards have changed because Need for Speed's got so shitty recently. Ah. I'm just like, oh, maybe that's better than what they do now. So that's Need for Speed, the run. That's the only game I've been playing, um, actually. So uh, No, nah, you've been
1: playing that other
0: one. I haven't been playing. Oh, Days Gone. Yeah. I'm still playing Days Gone. Yeah. It's really, really, really long. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of story in that game. If you want like a long zombie game that might take you... I think I've been playing it like 50 hours, and I feel like there's tons more to go. Like Every time I pick up a new mission, I'm like, wow, there's another mission? That Not in a bad way, because it's fun to play, but it's huge. Um, so, yeah, I've been playing that too. Sita, what's for dinner?
1: Tonight we'll have leftover pasta with Paul Newman sauce.
0: Are you a robot?
1: Yes. Because it's leftover, so I'm just playing the leftover.
0: Will we have some of those things, like little things, things?
1: Yes. <laughs> the corn. Uh... We're vegetarian, so they're not meat, but they look like meat.
0: No, I mean those things, you know.
1: Oh, those. Yeah, I made these things yesterday. They're really I got yummy. some um What are they
0: called? Things.
1: Hot roll not hot roll, not spring roll. Hot
0: something. No. No.
1: They are the wrap of not spring rolls. Oh my god. Egg roll wraps, that's what they're yes. egg roll wraps. I love them. And I cook some cabbage, carrots, some onion, soy sauce and whatnot. Put it in the middle, rolled them up, and then baked them. Now, you may not know this, and you may not care, but I haven't been able to taste or smell anything for like three months now. And also, my doctor tells me I need more fiber, less carbohydrates. And so I'm thinking car- cabbage and carrots, that's good. Bake it, don't fry it. And they were quite good. I mean, the texture for me was what mattered, and I they were just salty enough and a little bit sweet. And so, yeah, we'll have those too.
0: What is the advice, and then we'll get out of it.
1: My advice is, it's really simple, and I know it's not simple in life to do this, but don't give in. You know, don't give in to people just because you don't want a discussion or an argument, unless it's dangerous, or your job, your livelihood, or your safety, or your someone else's safety is that in question. That should be a given, but obviously. But just like a simple conversations I have with family or friends, you know i'm not religious i don't believe in anything at all like nothing at all and eventually there are certain people who no matter what you're discussing they will bring it around to that and then start asking the apologist questions which is just a way that religious people try to justify how wrong you are and it just happens and there are a lot of people who in who might have my either it could go either way like you could be a total christian catholic muslim Buddhist, Hindi, whatever your religion is, and along comes a person who doesn't believe in it, who starts to sort of peck away at you, don't give in. Don't just go, okay, okay, you're right, you're right, and then move on. Unless, of course, it's a matter of your safety um, or, you know, a horrible outcome. But when I get these start getting these questions, it's so glaringly obvious what people want you to do. They either want you to lie so they feel better, and they're like, yes, I've accomplished my goal. I've converted this person, even though I probably haven't, and they're probably lying, but it makes me feel important and better. Or they truly think that just by asking you some simple questions and hammering away at you with what they think is logic, which it makes me laugh out loud, um, don't just go, well, okay, I guess you're right. Unless they mean nothing to you. And then you can just dispose of them, but... <laughs> Just don't give in. Just be like, okay, that's cool. You think what you think. This is why I think what I think. I've come to my conclusions in my life. We can have a discussion. Maybe you'll enlighten me about something new to think about. But I'm not going to just cave in on 51 years of coming to how I see the world. Just because you don't agree with it. I'm not going to be like a doormat. I will not give in. (laughs) I will not give up. What's that Tom Petty song? I don't know. No, I won't back down. No, I... Even though he says, you can stand me up at the gates of hell, which I think is hilarious, but... Is is he dead, uh, Tom Petty? Tom Petty is dead, yes. Now, my sister claims, on a side note, that a song that he wrote was about her because she met him in a bar that she worked at as a cocktail waitress many years ago. She's convinced, so I'll let her be convinced because I don't know. I wasn't there.
0: All right, so you know all about this podcast because you listened to the beginning of the show... You can subscribe to it you can listen to it you can watch it no you can't watch it you <laughs> can luck. watch it on youtube but it's just a still image yeah wow. <laughs> it's not How us sitting <laughs> here um you can uh check sid talk on instagram lots can, of
1: plant pictures
0: you can email me at ascoli, dot email sid talk and uh let me say we'll be back next week with shazam and stay classy Mr. Robert Pattinson. Very good performance and I'm looking forward to seeing the Batman.
1: And I'm going to say think for yourself or someone will do it for you.